The Quocast, a status quo fan podcast. So what I thought we would do in this episode is take a look at four tracks that um, were included as B-sides on singles released in 1991, or not, as the case may be, and ask the question, are they forgotten gems? Because in this case, these songs didn't appear on any um, studio albums. In particular, it didn't appear on the Rock To You Drop album that had the likes of Bring It On Home and Tommy on it and was that was it a waste just to put them as b-sides until they turn up on compilations a bit later down the line let's find out shall we so the tracks i'm talking about here uh, are dead in the water and mistress from the ball which were both b-sides of can't give you more and heavy days and better times that were supposed to be b-sides of the single faking the blues which in the end was withdrawn and I think, personally, it's a shame uh, that Faking the Blues didn't come out, but actually maybe one of the B-sides should have been the single. And the thing you can say about all of these tracks is that they are pretty much what you would expect from Quo, with a few changes here and there. And because of when they were recorded, they've got that rock-to-you-drop sound. So produced by Francis Rossi. And Dead in the Water is typical Quo. Uh, Mysteries from the Ball is something a little bit different. You've got um, Rossi and Parfit sharing the vocal duties on that. You've got a nice bass line. Um, there's some amazing solos and guitar work in there. You've got the Heavy Days, which is a Rick Parfit sung track. And Better Times, of course, which always to me sounded like a reinvention of the Rollin' Home riff from 1976. And I think... This is something that Rossi was playing around with for a little while because there is a live clip out there which is sometimes labelled as a cover of LaGrange by uh, ZZ Top. But it sounds awfully a a lot like um, the Better Times forward slash Rolling Home riff. So we know how Rossi likes to play with things live and little bits, which of course recently he did that with the beginning of Down Down and it turned into the song Backbone. So it's a possibility that that came from there, but a good track nonetheless. Now, I didn't want to just come on here and talk about these tracks and, and kind of just give my own opinion i wanted other people's opinion as well so i put it out on on um, facebook and here are some replies that we got so brian says mistress from the ball better times and heavy days should all have been on the rock to you drop album any one of them should have been there instead of tommy which I must say, Brian, yeah, you're probably right there. Why they chose to re-record Tommy a year after putting it on the previous album, um, a year and a half or so, is anybody's guess. I don't really know. I guess maybe Rossi wanted to to, um, have another stab at it because the original was very produced, whereas the um, 91 Rock To You Drop version is a little bit more raw, I suppose. Maybe he liked the sound that they were coming out with and thought maybe it'll give it another burst of life. Who knows? But um, yeah, so 
James says, I like Heavy Days, but always thought it sounded unfinished. And Rick's vocal is buried. Yeah, I have to say, upon listening to it prior to this podcast, I didn't really notice it before, but Rick's voice is very low in the mix. But I think, um, if you think a bit later, when they did the Quid Pro Quo album and they did um, Two Way Traffic, that was kind of buried in the mix as well. And people praised that for that. They thought it gave it a bit more heaviness. So maybe that's what they were thinking. And of course, the instrumentation on that uh, is brilliant. Uh, the way that it goes into that that rhythm, into the into the solo is classic quo. But I do agree with you that his vocal is buried. Um, Charlie says that he loves Mysteries from the Ball and Better Times is decent too, but Heavy Days is as bad as its cringeworthy title suggests. Yeah, and he also says that as for Dead in the Water, the song is unremarkable. Charlie also goes on to say that he always thought that its title was in incredibly poor taste given Rick's family tragedy in 1980. Yeah, I think I would agree with you charlie about that what what do you think of the song dead in the water is it a quote classic or do you think like myself and charlie that it's a little bit unremarkable um well when posting out about this i got loads of replies on the worldwide status quo fan group as well most of them saying that the tracks that we're talking about today are all gems you know, absolutely, of course, they're gems. Now, Dan writes that Dead in the Water never clicked with me, he says. However, all the rest are brilliant. I would have put them on the album and taken off Tommy, bring it on home, and can't give you more. Oh, wait a minute, Dan. Wait a minute. No, not can't give you more. You have to leave that on there. It's one of the best tracks on that album, in my opinion. Um, yeah, great. So... He says, I personally like Mysteries from the Ball, sung by both Rossi and Parfit. It moves at quite a pace and has an unusual bass line. I always wondered if it was about their trip back to Butlins for their 25th anniversary. Didn't they play a ballroom, he says. Magic moments from the past, etc. Plus, there is a line taken from Pictures of Matchstick Men being their first hit. I suppose they were feeling nostalgic at the time he goes on to say that heavy days was the song that triggered an argument between rossi and parfit on rossi's driveway i think rick being upset it wasn't included on the album having tommy on there and no heavy days i think everyone other than rossi could see his point i think in the end it all comes down to opinion doesn't it? So the general consensus about these four tracks is that they are hidden quo gems and most of them didn't turn up until the um, Ruckus Rollin box set of the early 2000s and then subsequently the deluxe box edition of uh, Rock Till You Drop recently. But should it have been included? Should they have all been included on the original album? Quite possibly. But I believe that at the time the management were very keen on getting them to do covers after the success of the anniversary waltz. So you were always going to have covers on there because of that success. But yes, they should have been included on the album somewhere, at least one of them. 
So thank you to everybody who contributed to this episode of the Quocast. And uh, right now, I'm going to go and listen to that deluxe box set. See ya. (laughs) 